Christmas! Merry Christmas! Uh, welcome to Love Babs Love Talk on 103.5 WNHH. I'm Babs Rawls Ivy. We're live streaming. You can you can log in on the New Haven Independent. That's a good place for news. Uh, you can uh, uh, catch us on Facebook. You can catch us on X. And I and I think maybe Harry got us hooked up on uh, Instagram, even though I know you don't like it. So I'm just saying. There's all kinds of ways that you can reach out and get up with us. So thanks for tuning in this morning. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you greatly. So uh, uh, all is well, all is well. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm messing around trying to reset a password. and uh, And I'm stuck in a place that I I can't oh my god this is I need a battery that's what I need I need a battery so I could work my mouse for my uh, iPhone because oh this might work wait does this thing require two two batteries can't really tell Anyway, happy Monday. It does. Damn it. Let me get this handled. <laughs> I shall get this handled uh, in, in, in the next, at the break. In the meantime, though, ain't a damn thing I could do. Uh, Gregory, see if you see a, a, a AAA battery somewhere. So I could get on my thing. So anyway, boys and girls, um, I was trying to log into something, but I'm already logged into something in another computer. So you know how that is. It won't let you, it won't let you do a damn thing. I just need one. I know there's gotta be one. So I had some in my desk. There's only one. Okay, I just need one. Uh so let me let me see how everybody's doing. So I can't like do my dual screen thing though. Like like I like to use both my computers to like check out stuff, and it's challenging to do <laughs> when I only have like uh uh one working on one computer, and uh, it's a it's a drag. So. And I knew I needed new batteries. Like I knew this. I like I knew it. But you know, you just like let I me mean, just drag it to the bitter end. The um the the uh keyboard needs a um needs a battery too. <laughs> so so yeah, I got a lot going on this morning. So up on the New Haven Independent, which I wanted to talk about the other day, and this is uh Maya McFadden reporting um, yesterday. So um, 80,000 records to be cleared as clean slate takes full effect. So, you know, uh, um, uh, clean slate means uh, 
you know, there are people who can't get jobs and access to things because they have these old uh, uh, convictions hanging over their head. And if we're true, truly going to be a, a, a place of second chances or as many chances as you need to get to where you got to go, then we have got to remove some of these barriers and some of these barriers got removed. So high five Gary Winfield, who I'm telling you, Gary Winfield is the long game player. <laughs> He's a long game, long game player. You know, it, it takes a long time to move legislation, to, to, to get everybody on board, to talk about why this is a good thing, to get uh, seemingly uninterested lawmakers involved and to see that this is an issue that affects them no matter where they are. This is not just a, not just a big city issue. This is a human issue that uh, traipses across the whole state. And I've watched Gary Winfield do this with um, um, ending um, the death penalty. I watched him do this with a lot of other legis legislative items. And uh, I've watched him do this, take the long game. And, uh, and it, it really takes a, a level of skill to uh to uh just be committed to something over the long period of time so that uh it you see it to fruition right so the bill signed by governor lamont in 2021 uh will automatically erase 178,499 low level felony and misdemeanor convictions for more than 80,000 Connecticut residents by January the law is aimed at bringing new beginnings to residents who face extreme difficulty getting housing, jobs, and access to higher education as a result of having criminal records, regardless of how old these convictions are. So this marks the second wave of cleared criminal records under the Clean Slate Bill, which also saw 43,754 level cannabis um, possession convictions erased this past January. So Governor Governor Ned Lamont stopped by Newhallville's Community Baptist Church on Shelton Avenue on Monday. Ooh, I'm glad I wasn't around. Traffic must have been a pain in the ass, but I digress. To join uh, Caraballo and Connect, a collective of faith leaders focused on social justice issues to announce the coming erasure of thousands upon thousands of old convictions. So leaders at the forefront of Monday Monday's uh, Press conference included Community Baptist Church, uh, Reverend Philip Andel, uh, congregations organized for a new Connecticut chair, Rodney Moore, civil rights attorney Philip Kent, New Haven State Senator Gary Winfield, American Li Civil Liberties Union of Connecticut senior policy organizer, Anderson Curtis, Clean Slate Initiative Vice President, Jason Cooper, uh, uh, Mayor Justin Ellicott, Bridgeport State Rep Stephen um, Staffstrom, and Lieutenant Governor Susan Bicewitz. And, and I see uh, uh, Earl Bloodworth in the background because <laughs> he he uh, he works for second chances in uh, uh, in, the, in the mayor's office in Bridgeport. So and I'm just I'm just reading what Maya uh, McFadden wrote. This is her report. So Kent reported that Connecticut was the fourth state to adopt a clean slate law. Now a total of 12 states have similar laws in place. 
Lamont's office sent out an email press release on Monday explaining and celebrating the bill's full implementation, which I got, uh, and that the press release read in part, the clean slate law was adopted to remove barriers to jobs, education, and housing that people have been convicted of low-level offenses have often faced, provided that they have completed their sentences and have remained crime-free for a specified number of years. The goal is to empower people to advance their careers, obtain stable housing, and experience a successful second chance they've earned. So the presser took place a year after many of these same local and statewide leaders, minus the governor, gathered in the same New Hallville church to criticize the governor for the delayed implementation of the law. On Monday, speakers clarified that the delay was due to getting state agencies, along with criminal justice system stakeholders, to perform significant computer-related upgrades that allow for the identification and automatic erasure of eligible convictions. Winfield repeated throughout Monday's conference, thank God we're going to implement this. The majority of cleared records are expected to be completed by the end of January 2024. Lamont's press release stated that the record erasure does not mean deletion or destruction. Instead, erasure causes a record to be flagged for non-disclosure to anyone other than the clerk holding the records. There's a lot of work to do with these, which there's a lot of work to do, which includes what we do before we get there, before we get here, Winfield said on Monday. And Lamont said we, we all deserve a second chances and that he aims to make Connecticut a first chance state. And, you know, I, I'll go you one better. We deserve as many chances as we are willing to take to live the lives that we want to live. Because I, I don't think second chances is the end all be all. I think whatever. And I get why you say second chances. I get it. I get it. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to rain on the parade. I'm just telling you. I don't want people to think, well, if you blow your second chance, that there's no more chances. Oh, no, there's chances. But you have to be committed. You know, you have to be committed to... Uh, to doing it and uh getting your life on track that that's really the the heart of this you know because when you when you have uh convictions on your record uh it is very hard for you to get a job it will be it will be a, almost near impossible to get housing it will be near impossible for you to get an education further education i mean it just becomes when you get wrapped up in the justice system it is a crippling punishing institution and I don't think people understand that. They think, oh, I'll go to jail, I'll do my time, I'll get out. No, 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 no. You'll get out and you'll do more time because every door that was open to you prior to this uh, will no longer be open to you. And uh, and that and that that will be uh that will be crushing and problematic, you know. And it's hard to sort of tell people that, you know, that how this how this will uh this will affect them, how this will uh, disrupt their lives. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it will, and it takes a long time to, uh, and, and this is why people go back to prison because they can't, it's a, it's a challenge to, uh, to, uh, to get this stuff handled at this level. So I'm just saying, uh, uh, so yeah. Oh, okay. I I put a good I put a good a good battery with a with a not so good battery. 
That's what I did. Oh, shoot. It's, it's not working. Oh, it is. It's kind of working. Okay. It'll work for a little bit. I got to pick some batteries up today. I'll do that. And uh, I'll do that. I'll do that. So anyway, that's good news. And, uh, and I hope this helps change some lives for people. You know, I hope I hope people get a chance to to do some stuff uh, to find housing that's necessary. These barriers got to be removed, you know. So, so high five to Community Baptist Church over there on Shelton, and uh, high five to all the people that made this happen. You know, high five to Gary Winfield. I'm telling you, Gary Winfield plays the long game, and if y'all don't know what the long game is, you better ask somebody. But if you look at his, if you look at his, uh, if you look at his history uh, of being in the Le Connecticut legislature, you understand he plays the long game. He's not flashy. He's not super fly. You know, he's a head down to the grindstone, make the connections, do politics kind of guy. And uh, that's really a, that's really a big deal. That's really a big deal. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So anyway, that's the world that I know today. So uh, we are caroling. <laughs> we are, we are, we are caroling, caroling, caroling. I need a new order. I want it for myself. I don't know why this computer is not letting me do what I want to do. But that's all right. We'll make it do what it do. So, uh, so low-level offenses, any classified or or misdemeanor, unclassified misdemeanor, imprison imprisonment less than a, one year with a seven-year waiting period from the person's most recent conviction, class D or E or unclassified felonies, imprisonment less than five years, or operating under the influence, you know, uh, to be automatically erased, the offense must have been committed on or after January 1st, 2000. Earlier offenses may be erased via petition to the courts under similar eligibility rules. So, so there's a whole lot of stuff going on, you know, it's a whole lot of stuff going on. So uh, Maya McFadden has given you a quite comprehensive uh, reporting of this. So uh, get yourself to the newhavenindependent.org and read about it. And I dare say it'll probably show up too uh, in the inner city if that's where you like to get your news from too. So um, you're happy to, uh, you know, rock that out for you too. Uh, so I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, uh, get my uh, uh this is just gonna be a pain i just need some new batteries <laughs> i don't know why this is not letting me uh, uh not letting me do a bunch of things i'm gonna drop this out so anyway tonight is uh caroling through new hallville 
So if you uh, if you're around six o'clock, we are caroling. You know, we did it last year, and uh, and it was so much fun. It really was fun. It was cold, babies, cold, but we did it. Uh, and it was nice. We did it. I did it over three nights. I'm only doing it two nights because Christmas is Monday. And, uh, you know, we're going to get, we're going to sing, sing, sing two nights, Tuesday, Thursday, we're going to sing, you know, and, and, and now that I have two nights, I wish it was just one now. Cause I was like, oh, <laughs> but once I get into it, I'm excited. So I pulled out all my, my Christmas songs. I, I printed our Christmas songs. I did not throw them away from last year. So we have all the Christmas songs. Well, this is the 12 days of Christmas. And it's so long, you know. Y'all know, on the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge and a pear tree. So, yeah, we'll be out here doing it. We got we got some good ones. We got uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. And then we got joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let us receive our King. Okay. So yeah, so we got Silent Night. We, you know, we can sing it. We can sing it the Temptations way. <laughs> Joy to the world, Winter Wonderland. Oh, come all ye faithful. Jingle Bell Rock. Uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Deck the halls. <laughs> Oh, we gonna swing. We gonna swing. We gonna swing. Heart the air herald, angels sing, Feliz Navidad. I mean, we're gonna let it snow. Uh Jingle Bell Rock. So we we got some songs for you. So uh I'm gonna sort these out in a little bit so I can be ready for the folks who come. And we'll we'll just sing. We'll just sing and it'll be, it'll be fun. All right. So let me, let me look at my screen because I'm not looking at my screen. <laughs> uh, it's a little chillier today than it has been, but we're going to work with that. We're going to go with that. It's all right. It's not a full on cold winter, you know, so it'll get just, just above freezing. Maybe like in the forties. I mean, that's cold. You need a cold. I mean, but you know, it's, it's December. It's December, so uh, okay. Um, uh, it's December. It is December, and it's like we're we're almost done with December. It should be January before we know it. And uh, <laughs> January, here we come. All right. So what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna get out of this because I can't seem to. Uh, make any of this work until I uh, get some batteries. So I'm going to have to do this later. I was trying to do this, but it won't, uh, it won't let me. So what I think I'm going to try to do is log out. Yeah, I'm going to sign out and then I'll come back in later when I got some fresh batteries for myself. So in the meantime, in between time, 
Um, so I've got a few things I got to do this morning. So I'm going to go see, I'm going to go hang out with my friend, uh, Roxana at, uh, 11.30. We're going to have some breakfast and catch up because she's only in town. She's out tomorrow. So we're going to go have some breakfast at about 11.30. Uh, and then, uh, I'm going to run and get some batteries. Um, and I think I need some large envelopes. I thought I had some, I don't have enough. I don't nearly have enough. And uh, I'm excited because I got a uh, tomorrow. I got a uh, I've got to uh, I've got to uh, mail off the uh, love letters. Tomorrow's the cutoff, so I'm gonna sort them tonight after we're caroling. So I'll, they're sorted. I just need to put them in the envelope, and then I'll run them to the post office tomorrow. That's what I'll do. I'll run them to the post office tomorrow. And uh, get the postage for them. And uh, um, and uh, that'll be that. And then and then that that will be completed. The love letters would be out into the ether. God knows when these people will get these letters because uh, the way the postal office then said, the postal service then said, mm, if you ain't get your letters to us by such and such, they ain't going out. So I was like, okay. I've not mailed not one Christmas card yet. They're sitting here. I've got to do them. Time just gets away. I mean, it's just been hectic, 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 hectic. Busy, 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 busy. But that's all right. You know, no one no one is going to turn away a, a Christmas card that comes after the 25th. And you know, people, the 12 days of Christmas starts starts on the 25th, you know. You know, so it's not leading up to Christmas. Christmas begins. Uh, Christmas, Christmas begins. So, so I just want to clarify that. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, the 12 days of Christmas starts Monday on the 25th and it goes all the way to January 5th. So, so while much of the world celebrates Christmas the entire month of December, if not earlier, the liturgical Christmas season begins on Christmas day, December 25th and concludes on January 8th, you know? So, so if you just want to, you know, uh, if you really want to, uh, you know, have some meaning to the song. So the Catholic Church goes to the eighth. The rest of us, the rest of us dreadful Christians go to uh, January 5th. <laughs> the Feast of the Epiphany uh, celebrates a time when the wise men, known as the Magi, or the Magi, 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 Magi brought gifts to the baby Jesus. In most traditions, the 12 days of Christmas begin on Christmas Day and run from December 25th to January 5th. It's good that uh, we are we are having a break next week because I'm, I'm losing my voice. I've talked a lot. <laughs> so so if you were interested in knowing why, um, we use December 25th uh, as the date to recognize the birth of Jesus. And uh, and though it is readily accepted. Um, 
you know, we know this is not the real date, but this is the one we go with. So the 12th day, the 12th day is Epiphany. And for some, that is interpreted to be the, the day that the wise men finally got to see Jesus and give him gifts, you know, so. And in the Latino culture, it's called Three Kings Day, you know. So, uh, and you know, they, uh, you know, they, 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 you, you get, and the 12 days of Christmas, the song is about Christmas gifts. So, you know, so just so you know, a little, a little, uh, a little, uh, Advent Christmas lore history, um, kind of stuff. So we are in the season of Advent. And Advent takes us all the way to Christmas. And then the 12 days of Christmas follow suit. You know, cum cum accumulating with the celebration of the Magi, which is the three kings in the Latino culture. So, you know, and then Santa is somewhere in there, you know, mixing it up. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just kind of mixed Santa in there some kind of way. <laughs> so I just want y'all to know, uh, just FYI. And, uh, and listen, you can, you can hold all these, all these, uh, you can hold the folklore and the religious, the religious philosophy of things. You could, you can hold all of that. You know, there are people who just are just, just insist on putting up barriers to everything joyous. You can, you can still celebrate Christ and still celebrate pagan, pagan holidays. Like you can, you have the capacity to do all the things. I don't I don't think God is going to be like, look at them celebrating Santa. <laughs> I don't think God's going to roll like that. I just I just don't. I think God is like, any opportunity that you take to celebrate in community is doing God's work. That's how I see it. That's how I see it. So, fight me. <laughs> no, don't fight me. <laughs> I'm done with warring language. The world is so crazy, so crazy, so crazy. So let me give you a little bit of um, um, a little bit of Advent since y'all are, you know, in this season of Advent. Um, since y'all are digging it, uh, and you can read along. You can go to go to hannahbrencher dot com, and uh, and follow along. You absolutely could do that. I actually encourage that because I'm only giving you the Advent readings Monday through Friday, but they're Saturday and Sunday that you might want to tap into that might have a message for you uh, if you just go look, right? Like there might be a message for you. So, uh, so here's Hannah Brinch's words um, for December 19th. Uh, Harry Potter and the Newborn King. <laughs> now these are these are Hannah's words. So if, if you ever wondered about the validity of the Bible, then you're in the perfect space. Come in with all your questions. Your girl is investigator, 
And I don't just study the Bible, I investigate it. I want the correct details. I want to know if the text is correct. I want evidence, cold, hard evidence to back things up. And so I will admit, I was spun for a loop when I encountered the part of the Christian, the Christmas story that the Magi coming to visit Jesus with their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I believe the Magi were a group of kings. That's how I saw them portrayed in all the nativities. I've come across robes of thick velvet and deep hues of purple and gold, their heads topped with crowns and their faces adorned with thick, long beards. The wise men were not kings, not even close. Soon after I figured that out, I realized the wise men also didn't show up right on time. It was roughly two years after the birth of Jesus that the Magi made their appearance. appearance. And, and where it might be easy to think, great, all the magic of my childhood is being sucked out of the story as she writes this to me. I promise that's not true. This is Hannah writing. The story of the Magi is more magical than you can ever imagine. The fact that these specific men showed up to worship Jesus is even more proof of our great and awesome God. In Matthew 2, the story of the Magi starts with a single word, behold. Because we've, we've heard the word in telling after telling of the Christmas story, it's easy to become desensitized to it. But when Matthew writes, behold, he says, hey, listen up, pay close attention. What I'm about to tell you is big deal, and I need you to see this. The Magi coming was not extraordinary because they traveled far. The Magi coming was not impressive because they bought gifts. The Magi coming was notable, something to behold, because the Magi were not kings. They were pagan sorcerers. Magi comes from the word magic. I hope y'all understood that, right? <laughs> Their visit is a big deal because they were A, not believers, B, not the people you would expect to bow down and worship Jesus. Imagine Harry Potter, Merlin, Dumbledore, and Gandalf showing up to see the baby. That's the picture painting with these fellows. These magi specialized in dark arts, so maybe throw in Voldemort in the lineup too. They were astrologers who believed in pagan practices. You can find them in the book of Exodus, working in Pharaoh's court to stand up against Moses with their magic tricks. They were the people who had violated the Old Testament. And the point of them being, you know, the Old Testament is the Hebrew Bible. Hebrew Bible. And the point of them being in the story is clear. Though so many might write these magi off, God doesn't. Charles um, Spurgeon wrote, it was far-reaching mercy which gathered from lands which lay in darkness a company of men made wise unto salvation. Isaiah 6, 63 reads as prophecy, nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. These pagan astrologers from the east were proof of the nation's arrival to worship Jesus. They were Gentiles. They were considered unclean. And when they saw the child and his mother, the scripture says 
they fell and worshipped him at once. God ushers them into the story. God wants them at the forefront. God is saying, this is the new narrative, a narrative where the people who most need a savior can finally, finally find one. As Christians, we easily forget that this story is not all about us as believers. It has never been and it never will be. When God picks sorcerers to be the first to behold his bigger plan, he lets us know that the story of the gospel is a story for everyone, for anyone who needs hope, for anyone who feels lost and broken, for anyone who wishes to turn their back on things that never filled them so that they could finally feel whole. He wants us to know that by excluding people or discounting people, we miss the point of Jesus coming in the first place. He came for the unlikely. He came for the lowly. He came for the ones we'd likely give up on. He came for the ones who'd been kicked out and crushed. The story of Jesus is first a come and see story meant to extend to all, outwards and outwards to touch the nations. It's not a tale of exclusivity or an account to be wielded like a sword to cut others. It is an invitation open to everyone to come and see what's so different about a baby lying in a feeding trough. Today's reading was Matthew 2, 1 through 12, Isaiah 60, verse 3. Here's your steal the prayer. You know what I say about steal the prayer. Steal what you need. Leave the rest by the side of the road for somebody else. Dear God, peel back the scales on my eyes and debunk the myths I've long believed. I want to see you and your goodness alone in the Christmas story. That's the goodness I want to extend to others, no matter who they are. Please help me be an agent of change when people are being left out and excluded from grace. Amen, Ashe. And that, my friends, is today's Advent. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you why I like this story in particular. Because I long believed that, you know, the labels that we put on ourselves to, 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 to say, you know, I'm this and I'm that, and I'm this and I'm that, that is not God's design. That's man's design. Oh, I'm Christian, I'm Jewish, I'm Muslim, I'm all those things. And I get it. People need to identify with something. But, you know, but when we strip away those labels, um, and, and I don't dismiss that these are, these are, it's not just labels, that there's history, culture, ritual connected to all, that, that stand underneath all the labels that we put on ourselves. I get it. I see it. I understand it. But what if? What if we removed all those barriers and just come to the table with all our culture, with all our understanding, with all our commitments? Just you know, listen, we could put a canara on the table, a menorah on the table, some lamps on the table, and nobody has to say what they are. And everybody just sort of shares what they believe and what they know around the table without poo-pooing anybody else's belief system. That that's how you build community. And and then you and then listen, and then you don't center that. You center the fact that we are at the table together. That the menorah on the table lights the table, just like the canara on the table lights the, the light, lights the table too. Just like candles light the table. 
and any other significant thing from any other religious practice, that we can put all the light on the table as we gather around it. That is the message that, that God, I think, I think, and I'm no minister, I'm just playing one on the radio. I think that's the bigger message. That is how we get to peace. That is how we get to understanding. That is how we get to humanity. But until we are willing to sort of do that, until we, you know, the Course in Miracles says, you know, our job is not to seek love, but to remove barriers to love. Then I'm going to go you one better. Our job is not to seek peace, but to remove all the barriers to peace. And how do you do that? Well, you get everybody to the table. And you break bread together. And everybody conjures up and offers up prayers of their faiths so that we all can hear and share in the magic, the mystery, and the miracle of these stories. That's that's the world that I want to live in. Not this world that says, oh, I'm going to wipe you off the planet because you're not what I believe and what you do is not what I do. And I'm going to you know, put you under my thumb because I think you're less than I am and therefore not worthy to do and be where I am. That's where we are. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> we can get there. It's not that hard. We make it hard because we want it to be hard. It's not hard. We can get there. It's not hard. It just, it just requires a commitment. You know, we have to all be like Gary Winfield, play the long game. <laughs> we, have to, we have to play the long game. <laughs> we have to play the long game. And, and the more that you play the long game, the, the, look how fast it goes. It's a slow fast. Slow, but quick. You know, that's how, that's the world I want to live in. That's the world that I'm trying to create around myself. So tonight is caroling. So come and be in community and lift your voices. And you listen, you know, none, of, none of these songs, you know, these some of these songs are Christian songs. Some of these songs are flat out, just, you know, fun songs. Some of these songs are pagan in their, in their execution, you know. And please, I wish people would shut up about Santa Claus. If you don't believe in Santa Claus, fine, 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 fine. <laughs> fine huh. I'm tired of these people that want to have these debates about Santa should we tell children you know there's so many horrible ugly things in the world that children will already experience you know if we if we can retain a little bit of magic you know in my house Santa was black in this house Santa is black but if, if I but if I was Korean Santa would be Korean if if I'm if 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 I'm in Scandinavia, Santa is Scandinavian. If I'm in any country in Africa, Santa Claus is African. If I'm in the Caribbean, any island in the Caribbean, Santa is Caribbean. I, I like that. We all can each claim the story that represents us. I'm just saying, you know. We we could just do what we could do. I'm just saying. Just saying. Anyway, come and just sing. Raise your voice. It's all right. <laughs> Have a good time. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. That's it. 
come and come and come and have some fun. Sing these songs, you know. Remember what it's like, you know. This is what I learned uh, over the weekend. Uh, we were letter letter love letter writing. The world needs more love letters, and we were writing this Friday and Saturday. Everybody has some memory of of letters and cards coming in the mail during the holidays. People have some memory. I heard story after story of folks saying, you know, their grandmother would be good about sending letters to people. My grandmother was my 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 grandmother on my father's side. She was a mate. She had a a, a white uh, stationary box, you know, with gold gold trim on it, and it would have cards. No, you know, uh, stationary writing paper. It would have pens. It would have stamps. Um, it would be all kinds of pens, right? Uh, my grandmother kept kept that stuff, and and an address book or a couple of address books because you know people would move, and when people move, and not like today, you could do a Google search and somebody could text you their address. You had to like, uh, cr- cr- I I I had an address book when I went off to college, um. And people would move, and so you would you would cross over, or you would write their address, their name, and a new address, and then say new address, and then they'd move again, and you would just do the same. I have I have address books full of those kinds of uh, full of those kinds of uh, uh, notations and and new 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 entries. <laughs> now you know we can just put everything in contacts. But, you know, back in the day, you had to, like, write people's names and addresses and phone numbers. And people changed phone numbers, too, uh, uh, particularly those of us who went off to college. And, uh, you know, the dorm phone and then our first apartment phone. And then we moved from that apartment. And numbers didn't travel with you. You know, you didn't take your number with you. The, the phone number stayed with that apartment or whatever. So when you moved, you just got a new number. And it wasn't until much later where you could actually take your number with you, you know, because I damn sure would have taken my my childhood phone number. You know, I, w- I would have taken my childhood phone number because I still remember it like it was yesterday. You know, I, it is committed to memory and it's so easy and rhythmic. It is committed to memory. So I'm just saying. So, yeah, so just, you know, I just want people to what, wherever you are in this season. And this season is tough for a lot of people. It is, it is hella tough for a lot of people. And I don't, I, you know, my celebratoriness of this season does not, does not lose sight of the fact that there are people who are going through it, who are underneath it, who are burdened beyond measure, who are feeling alone and up against it, who are feeling isolated and abandoned, who are trying to figure out a way to get out of situations, who may not have enough money, who are trying to keep lights on, trying to keep heat on, trying to keep food on the table, trying to figure out where the next whatever it is that they need is going to come from. I know what that is. I'm not I'm not sugarcoating any of that. And 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 I'm not suggesting that singing a couple of songs is going to alleviate that. But what it will do, what singing a couple of songs in community will do is take away that small that 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 piece that says I am alone, that I am alone. And for an hour, you are in community with people. However long we out there singing these damn songs, you are in community with people so that you, you, you for a moment are part of a collective that you are not sitting in your apartment wrecked and ripe with worry 
because I know what that is. Oh my God. You know, when I think about how much time I spent agonizing and worrying over outcomes that I had, that worrying and agonizing had no influence over. <laughs> I really could have just got a good night's sleep. <laughs> and then I'd come to realize that uh, worry and agonizing is the antithesis of prayer. That once you pray, you 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 put it on the altar to God and you leave it alone. You know, you you sit back and you take a breath. And I think what happens is when people are in various stages of crises, they think they have to constantly be doing something. They have constantly be moving the air to feel like they are uh, uh, helping a situation, that they have to be moving the air. And by moving the air, I mean just, you know, just feverish with worry and and sad and and bracing themselves for impossible outcomes, you know, that is going to, you know, ruin their lives or something or crush them or kill them, literally kill them. And, uh, and, and it's hard to come from under that. It is hard to come from under that, particularly when it's fueled by shame and isolation and, uh, self-worth and feeling like you are just an all-out failure. And and that fuels that. It fuels it. Shame will isolate you like nothing else will. Shame will keep you trapped. Shame will keep you pretending. Shame will make you feel like an imposter. Shame will 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 stress you and sh and shame will have you thinking about alternatives to living. Shame will do that. And if you don't have a community to remind you that you are worthy and that you belong and that help is coming and that uh, folks got you and God has got you, uh, if you don't have a community to constantly pray over you, speak, speak words of encouragement over your life in spaces that you are not in, then yeah, you could do desperate things because you feel so alone, you know? And this is the part uh, that I want people to get, that it is, it is connection that is saving, connection that is healing, connection is the balm. And, and the sooner that people get to that point, and I know people are like, I don't want to tell my business, I don't want to, you know, and I'm thinking how, Far we have fallen to sort of say my pain is unshareable my crises is unshareable my life is unshareable <laughs> how did we how did we get to that how did we get to that place where we don't even want to tell folks what is happening to us because we don't want judgment and condemnation or pity or sorrow, or whatever it is that people make up in their minds about what is going to happen if they tell somebody, I can't make my rent. I don't have any food at my house. My light's about to get turned off. Because when you when you release yourself from that hostage situation, you know what happens? People are like, oh, well, let me bring you a bag of groceries. Oh, go over there to that, to that organization and then get your lights, keep your lights on for you. Oh, I know, do this and that thing over there because so-and-so uh, will hook you up over there. 
you know, when you when you suffer inwardly without opening yourself up to community, you you will die. You will die. You will die. And it, it, the marvel, the beautifulness of community. And I don't mean, and I, and maybe I do mean going to public square and square and tell people what's happening to you. You know, but everybody's got a touchstone. And even if you don't, walk into somebody's place of worship. Or walk into somebody's agency and say, I need help. And I'm telling you, people will be more than willing to help you. They would like, what do you need? I mean, that's that's the community that I'm in. That's the community. I swear to God, that's the community I'm in. You know, my friends will not let me be hungry. My friends will not let me be homeless. My friends will not let me be without. And not just my friends, my family. You know, and I know everybody, everybody's got, maybe people don't have any of these things. So you have to, you have to rise up in yourself and go get what you need. Go, go get what you need. Go get what you need, which is not, to, not the same as give what you need. Because once you get what you need, then you could give what you need. You know, you could give what you need. So come and sing songs and be in community. Lift your spirit. For an hour. <laughs> Sing one song, get in your car and go home. <laughs> that's all. Sing, sing a song if that's all you can stand. You know, come and be with people and just, you know, sing. Come, 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 all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, just come, 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 come to Bethlehem. So that's what we're doing. You know, and, and if, if you can't sing the religious songs because whatever the barrier is, I, you can't, then, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town. Or if, if Santa's not your thing, guess what? Let it snow. Let it snow is not religious in any, in any, in any reach. <laughs> now, you might be like me and be like, I really don't want it to snow, but, you know, Or, you know, went to Wonderland. <laughs> that has nothing to do. Let us know, let us know. <laughs> Jingle Bell Rock. Those, those ain't no mention of nothing in them songs. Ring us some bells. <laughs> the season for bells. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, listen. Here's the opportunity to... Uh, just be in community. And who knows, you might want to do it in your neighborhood next year. Because people keep asking me, oh, come to Fairhaven. Y'all don't need me in Fairhaven. Come to Westville. Somebody asked me the other day, will you come and do this? We have to do this in Westville. Yeah, y'all can do it in Westville. <laughs> you do not need me. I could be the catalyst, but I am not the vessel. I'm not, I'm not the, you know, I'm, you don't need me to implement none of this. You got your communities, make some flyers and knock on knock on your neighbor's door and say, We meeting on we meeting on McKinley at six o'clock on such and such a day. We're gonna sing carols. And then and you know, the the big houses over there, you can invite people in for some hot chocolate or something. You know, whatever. Or to the porch, to your porch. Put some candles on your porch. Everybody sing a song. You know, just be in community. This is the time. Uh this is the time. This is the time. 
more now than ever. So I'm going to take a break. Go get me some water. I'll be back. Here we come a-caroling among the leaves so green. Here we come a-wandering so fair to be seen. Love and joy come to you, and to you glad Christmas too. And God bless you and send you a happy new year. And God send you a happy Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut. And we you're listening to WNHHLB 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Love and joy come to you, and to you glad Christmas too, and God bless you and send you a happy new year, and God send you a if your home was built before 1978, your paint or even the soil around your home could contain lead. Lead paint can harm young children, affecting their kidneys and brain, slowing a child's growth and making learning difficult. But lead poisoning is 100% preventable. We have funding to keep you and your family safe. To learn more about our program, visit nhvhealth.org. Together, New Haven, we can get the lead out. And God send you a We are not daily beggars that go from door to door, but we are friendly neighbors whom you have seen before. Love and joy come to you, and to you glad Christmas too, and God bless you and send you a happy new year, and God send you a happy new year. We we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. The tidings to you wherever you are, the tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas.
the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Don we now our gay apparel. Fa la 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 la. Troll the ancient Yuletide carol. Fa la 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 la. See the blazing Yule before us. Fa la 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 la. Strike the harp and join the chorus. Fa la 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 la. Follow me in merry measure. Fa la 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 la. While I tell of Yuletide treasure. Fa la 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 la. Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to 
a song of peace and goodness to all men. Let those Christmas bells ring out with carols glad and gay while we spend this Christmas in the good old fashioned
with painful steps and slow. Look now for glad and golden arms come swiftly on the wing. Oh, rest beside. Welcome back to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. We are counting down to Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. Oh, my God. We are we are a week away. And uh, I was at the gym yesterday working out with Robert. This is, it didn't work out last week. Well, we didn't work out. We didn't work out um, Wednesday, Friday. So I was back yesterday. And I think, you know, I think, I think, I think he, he tried to kill me. <laughs> my, my arms feel every bit. Burn, baby, burn. A disco inferno. Burn, baby, burn. Burn that, those arms down. So I'm like, okay. So Monday, he's like, I'll be here on Monday, Christmas Day. <laughs> I may have to go into the gym on my day. Really? I might as well. What else I got to do? What else I got to do? I mean, there's lots I got to do, but I'm going to go in and uh, do what I need to do, you know. So I just have a lot of things going on. So but what I am going to do when I get over here uh, is go have breakfast with my girlfriend, Roxana. Uh, and I'm going to come back here, do some inner city work, sort for the, for the uh, Christmas songs. And uh, a couple of other things. That I need to stop by a store and pick up some batteries. So I will do that too. CVS is like right up the street. So I'll run in there and get some batteries. Because, um, you know, you just always need batteries. God. <laughs> I had to check my lanterns and see if I need batteries for my lanterns. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> Uh, today is Tuesday, right? Today is Tuesday. Uh, so we can clear. You know, so. Anyway, uh, I'm loving this season. Although I have not decorated the porch. I mean, I have a Santa out there, but you know, the Santa is out there, he stays out there all year. <laughs> he stays out there all year. I don't I don't move him. He's out there, he's out there in the summer, he's out there in the fall, out there in the spring. So that's about it. But I do have some little uh holiday lanterns. So I gotta check to see what the battery life is in are in those. Uh and then I'll just grab a bunch of batteries. Because I think I'm going to put all the lanterns out tonight. Because last year we walked with one. I think we're going to just walk with with all of them. I think I have like, I either have three of them or six of them. You know. And then next week, I'm just going to spend time working in this place. Like spending the week working on my whole apartment. So I don't, I don't suspect I'll be out 
and about doing anything. Like, I really just want to be chill. My whole calendar is clear. Uh, the only thing that's not, uh, the only thing I have to go see is my cardiologist on the 28th. That's no big whoop. That'd be easy to go see him, you know? So I'm like, all right. I go see my cardiologist. I'm clearing my calendar now. Harry, I'm taking out all the the uh, WNHH reminders because I want like a clean, clean uh, calendar. So when I look at my calendar, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing, nothing, nothing. And uh, New Year's Eve, which is uh, falls on a Sunday, okay. And then New Year's Day is that Monday. Let me clear that out. Uh, and uh, and then my daughter's birthday is uh, the second. And I, I'm back on, when did I say I was coming back, Harry, on the third? Yes, I think I'm back on the third. Yeah, I'm not coming back on the second. I'm coming back on the, I'm coming back on the third. Yes, I'm back on the third. Which would be nice. So that's a long, nice little break. You know, that's a good break. And all my applications, I think, will have been done, turned in. So I'll just be in the season of waiting. And and since I've got this Senegal trip planned, I'm not going to spend my time worrying about um, if I get into somebody's law school. Although that does cause me a little bit of anxiety, you know, because just, just, just because, you know. But, you know, listen, I'm applying. And I'd rather rejection than regret. So we'll see what happens. I, you know, there's a good chance I don't get in any of these schools, you know, or maybe I get into all of them, you know, and, and depending on what they try to give me for money. <laughs> you know, listen, we're just going to go with it. We're going to rock with it. We're going to hit the ground, run it. You know, I I was a I was a good student in grad school. I became a good student in undergrad, but I didn't start out as a good student because I was just woefully ill ill prepared for college. So it just took me a lot to catch up. But once I got my rhythm, um, I don't think my grades reflected how great I was. But you know, I I don't I don't think grades are the. Uh, you know, when I when I look when I look at my high school yearbook, somewhere, you know, there was a there was a there was a couple of girls in there, white girls who most likely to succeed, you know, and um and you know, honestly, none of them succeeded. None of them. They just they had miserable lives, honestly. Um and and uh just because they had great grades was not enough, you know. 
and uh that's no predictor i know people like to think that's a predictor but it, i don't i don't think it is i think you could use some of it like to get a clue but i don't think you could base everything on that well i think i think you know when when you when you're dealing with young people I think you have to use that as a baseline or as some kind of tool to measure because they ain't got no life experience. They went from their parents' house to college to back to their parents' house. Um, whereas I'm a whole different animal, you know. I, I am the parent. This is my house. And, you know, uh, I've been away. I've been out of my parents' house 40-some-odd years, you know. So, um that's just what that is. So it's a different time. It's a different, different, a different thought. You know, a different, a very, very different thought. So anyway, uh, I don't, I, I used to have a, a really great um, stool, you know, one of these utility stools. And I don't know what, I think it got caught up in the selling of stuff. <laughs> Now I think I have to go and get a new one so I could get up on high places safely. I have a ladder. I brought my ladder. My ladder is in the back hall closet. You know, uh, I have a ladder. So there's a lot, there's a lot I want to do. I'm going to drop my bikes off, my bike off. I think maybe that's what I'll do next week. I'll drop my bike off and see what it would take to repair it. Um, which I know they could repair it. It's gonna drop it off. But can you fix this bike? You know, because my my knucklehead son took it apart. I don't know why he did that. Like I, he just didn't have anything else to do. You know, I don't mind. It's a playground for the devil. He just took my bike apart for no other reason, and then hid it. Then tried to hide it from me so I wouldn't see it. By the time I found it, it was just. Uh, you know, anyway, you know, anyway, anyway, anyway. So, yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. I have to do something with all these books. Uh, I've got to reorganize some things. I need to put these books somewhere. And uh, uh, I'd love to put them up on a shelf. I don't have any shelving here. But I don't want them up so high that I can't get at them. That's the, you know, because I, I like to read and there are books that I would like to go back to if I could, if I could put my hands on them, you know. So it's just one of those things. But I have a lot of books. So I was trying to figure out maybe if I had a, if I had a, a somebody build me a bookcase, you know, some shelves that I could just put them on the wall so i was thinking about the hallway that might be a good place for for a library i was gonna make that a gallery space that really was the idea um but i don't know now i'll think about it i'll you know this but this is what next week is about next week is really thinking about you know uh because uh, you know christmas day it's Christmas Day, and then uh, uh, the rest of the week is going to be spent painting and 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 organizing stuff. You know, that's what I'm going to do. 
Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, so I'm I'm uh I've got real plans. <laughs> I've got I got I got real 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 plans. And uh And uh, we gonna we gonna we gonna make it work. 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 So yeah, so I got some sorting to do. I got a few things I gotta do. I got I got a few few projects in the in the hopper. You know, I am make some time to read. Uh, I am going to finish Black Cake next week. That is the goal. I'm going to finish Black. <laughs> it is gonna get done because I've been reading this book too long and it's not even a it's not even a heavy lift you know what I mean like it's not even a it's not even a a, a, a big book you know so I've got to I got to rock out so that's what I'm gonna do I'm going to uh I'm going to uh be very intentional about all the stuff that I need to do. As is everybody else. And you know, I make my resolutions. I I don't make them for January. I make them in October because October is a much better month for me. So I'm just gonna make my uh I made my resolutions um and uh in October, October, November, because November was really good. I've enjoyed, uh, I've enjoyed, uh, uh, November this year for a lot of reasons, you know, so I was like, all right. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, so yeah, uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor Susan Bicewitz is coming on on Thursday. Yeah, give us a, a end of the year of a uh, uh, recap of a uh, of all the stuff that they've done in this uh, 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 Mont Bicewitz administration. You know, and all the stuff that they've done, and that should be nice. So. Uh, It's always good to see the the good lieutenant governor. So she'll be out on Thursday. I don't think I have any other guests coming on until until the new year. You know, because uh, I think it's it's hard to schedule with people because everybody's got all kinds of office parties and um, office brunches and office breakfasts and luncheons and all. So it's it's challenging this last week before Christmas to have people on. Uh, which is fine, you know. I don't, you know, I don't sweat that kind of stuff. I keep it pushing. <laughs> it just seems, uh, it just seems like time is just swinging by so quickly, and uh, almost hard to uh, catch a breath. Do you know what I mean? Like it just feels like it's just going by so, so quick. 
And, and before you know it, it'll be 2024. With all the goodness that 2024 will bring. I'll be in synagogue for the better part of February. You know, and then uh, I think I'll be on another retreat um, for Story Week. I think two times this year, which would be nice. And, uh, and I'm working on some other projects separate and apart from things, which I'm working on. That's that's exciting. So kind of things are happening. While I wait for these magical uh, admission letters, I hope I get at least one. You know, I feel like if I could get one acceptance, you know, I, I would be feel, I would feel like, okay. <laughs> Okay, I could I could get in here. <laughs> ah, you know. If I could get one, uh it would be a it would be a nice feeling. You know. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, Anyway, we'll see what happens. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry or sweat about it. Cause I, you know, I, I, I firmly believe that what is meant for you won't get by you. And if law school, and I've come this far and 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 I'm enjoying this journey very much. Like I really am enjoying this journey. Oh, it's hard. Oh, don't get me wrong. It has been a lift every step of the way, but it's been a good lift. And 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 I know I harp on this, but it's been nice to be in cohort with people. And we, you know, we spend so much time talking to each other in uh, in cohort with each other on, on, you know, in the group me that it's just been, it's been lovely. Okay. You know, it's, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Okay. Uh, it's nice. It's nice. And you don't, you feel like everybody's moving in the right direction. Everybody is, everybody is uh, trying to do their thing and we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. You know, I tell you, these LSAT scores will make you feel like you're not bright, you know, and you have to have real perspective. And I, I think I've been, I think I've done a good job of sort of feeling like, Okay, I, my scores are average. I, I'm all right. I'll be all right. You know, I don't know. It just feels, feels strange. So we'll make our way. We'll do our best. We'll do our best. We'll do our best. And we'll make it happen. So. So I'm back over at the New Haven Independence site, just checking in. I've always liked to check in and see what's going on. And uh, uh, yeah, just, just seeing what's going on. I love that uh, there's all these little Christmassy things going on, you know, all these uh, opportunities for parents to see their children perform and, you know, festive uh, music, lots and lots of music everywhere. There's so much music everywhere, you know, uh, lots of music, which is perfect for this time of year. Lots of music for this time of year. So, you know, don't fret. 
<laughs> don't, don't, you, you better watch out. <laughs> you better not pout. You better not cry. I'm, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. I feel like I need a little, little bourbon with this. And I feel, I feel, I'm feeling very Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra-ish, you know, <laughs> the way, the way, you know, like Joe Piscopo used to portray uh, Frank Sinatra on Saturday Night Live. He was so good at it. It was so, it was so kitschy. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. You know, it's good. So I think about that. I think I, I was just thinking about that. I was trying to get the right tune for this ridiculous song. Uh, and then you like, you know, have to camp it up, feel feel like Frank. <laughs> you know, you hold a little glass or something in your hand and you, you talk through the song, you know. Every now and again, you catch a melody. You know, that's, that's, that's I, I dig that a lot. I dig that a lot. I dig that a lot. So, uh, yeah, I, like a lot of people, got the news about uh, Jonathan Majors. He, you know, the guilty verdict, and, you know, he's going to take a hit. Marvel drops him. His uh, his uh, publicity people drop him. His management team drops him. You know, I, this is what I know. And listening to the tape of him go on with this woman, and, and I wish this woman would have just had sense enough to leave his ass alone, but she didn't because she just is as toxic, as toxic as he is. But men that behave this way, behave this way. She was not the first woman he ran up on like that. I know it. And talking to her all like that. And I'm thinking to myself, bruh, you're talking to this white woman like she, I don't know what you, I don't know how would you talk to any woman like that, let alone a white woman. You know, why, why, why are you giving her role models? If you if you want that kind of woman, then you got to go and find that kind of woman. You can't build that kind of woman, and you certainly can't. I, I this is I listen. I'm not trying to sell that brother up the river. I'm saying that these this kind of behavior is probably a pattern of behavior. Nobody wakes up like this, you know. I, I just don't believe this is the first time he's ever flipped the hell out because you hear little, I, you know, I've worked in entertainment, public relations, and, you know, sometimes you hear rumors about people and it wasn't until I got into the industry and I was deeply into it, you know, that the rumors that you hear about people and the way they behave are, are, are true. <laughs> You know, if you hear somebody stomping and screaming and throwing stuff or they're not good to work with, that stuff is pretty much true. You know, you know, I don't care if you do sign an, a, you know, NDA. You, that, that people know who the problematic people are. But in Hollywood, Hollywood is a weird sort of place because they will tolerate poor, poor behavior, outright disrespect from quote unquote stars and talent because stars and talent make money and the goal is to make money to have high grossing films to have high grossing productions and so they will tolerate uh bad bad behaviors from people particularly if they're the ones that drive can green light 
if their name is attached to it, can get things to happen. And so people look the other way or they just create a wide berth for this person to like act like an asshole. So I'm, 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 and you know, here's the other part of this is that yes, of course you can absolutely be nice and, 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 and be accomplished. The, the, but the, the thing is you have to have a real driven ego to get to where some of these people are. And once you've been petted, petted meaning once you, once you reach the level of stardom and success, you know, then you, 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 you rise up into a different stratosphere and you honestly start to believe your own press about your greatness and your genius and your talent. So that allows you to treat other people less than, you know, as, as players in your own production. So when you start treating people like players in your own production, that's always a prescription for, for, for mistreatment of people, you know? And so the rumors about him have been swirling for a long time, long time. They've been swirling for a long time. And he did hit that woman, you know, uh, you know, I, I think people need to get themselves together. I hope she stays away from him. And now he's rolling with a uh, sister girl. I, you know, I'm not gonna, I don't got no opinion about that. People, people are different with different people, I guess. <laughs> until they're not, do you know what I mean? People are different with different people until they're not. So, you know, I, he's, I think he's got a lot of issues as we all do. I don't say that in isolation. I don't say that because I think I, I don't have no issues. I got issues. You know, I just don't hit people. <laughs> I don't try to snatch phones out of people's hands. And I tell you what, if I'm in a car with a brother, with a man, with mostly a brother, if I'm in a car with a man, he get a text from another woman. I'm not going to jump to conclusions. I'm not to jump to conclusions. Listen, I'm 60 years old. I am not jumping to conclusions. If that man is on his phone with another chick while I'm in the car with him, then I know what I need to do. I don't need to snatch a phone out of his hand. I need to snatch my ass out that car and never grace his doorstep again. But that's just me. I, maybe if I was her age, I would probably do the same thing. I doubt it. I've always been kind of indifferent to that kind of behavior. I'm just saying, hopefully she'll wise up and not and choose accordingly. Do you know what I mean? Like she'll... <laughs> Like she'll choose better, better people to spend her time with instead of people who, who just want to do harm, you know. And I do think there's something to be said for snagging a celebrity. I think that's a thing. I don't think that's the only thing, but I think it's. I think a, a part of it is kind of uh, attractive, you know. I think a part of that is kind of attractive. So I, you know, I don't know. I just feel like, uh, you know. That's a, it's a tough call. It's a tough call. It's a tough call. But I know one thing. I, I, listen, if he had ran out that car, she should have let him keep running. And she would have took her little ass home. You know, I, 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 I guess because I grew up in such a, a abusive household, 
I that I just can't imagine it. I, I don't have no patience for it. So anyway, um, I think he needs to spend some downtime and just like rebuild his life, and uh, you know, spend some time with himself. And, you know, it's Christmas. That'll be a nice break. Uh, Marvel's a very lucrative contract, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure it's very, very, very uh, lucrative. And, you know, he was on uh, track to to reach some kind of stardom. I mean, he's already a star. I, and you know how we do in our community. We're not going to kick him to the curb. He's not going to get kicked to the curb, you know. I I would suggest if I was his um if I was his uh, uh management person whoever I would say you know what take take a break maybe maybe take your little uh I'm on I'm on air right now okay I'm on air I'll get back to you um. So what I what I what I what I would suggest is that you know he takes some downtime, you know, so you know. But I don't know. Maybe maybe you work 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 and and let people see you working, and be unfazed by this, or, um, or maybe you don't, or I don't know. There's a lot of options here. You know, this is this is not the Hollywood of yesteryear. This is a different kind of Hollywood. You know, this is a different kind of Hollywood. Back in the day, you know, this kind of stuff came out, you were done. But you can recover from anything, which I which I which I rather like that people are not um uh uh you know thrown away, that they can that they can take some time out, reevaluate, reassess where they are, and think about how they want to be moving forward. I think that's some good grace. So we'll see what happens. I'll tell you what, I'll be praying for the brother. That's what I'll say. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> I don't know him. I like the stuff he's in. I'll pray for him. I'll just, I'll pray for him. You know, prayer is a pretty powerful thing. So I'll pray for him. So, so anyway, if y'all are around, uh, make your way to, uh, to the porch tonight, six o'clock and, uh, get your singing on. We're going to do some caroling and, uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, follow la 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 with people. So feel free to, uh, join us you know it might be a little hour 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 15 hour 20 minutes it's not gonna it's not gonna be hours and hours and hours it's gonna be like a swing through new hallville singing some really great songs and uh and that'll be that so i will uh i'll see y'all tomorrow 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 yeah tomorrow tomorrow is uh wednesday Christmas. Oh
Yeah.